0: Check out our work at OneCircleDigital.com and OneCircleBrand.com. If you work for a network, studio, brand, startup, or corporation, and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain, reach out to me at John at OneCircleMedia.com. I'd love to hear from you. This episode is also brought to you by an app that I created called Still Believe still believe transforms a picture in your home into video proof of your child's favorite magical characters with the app parents can catch the magic of the tooth fairy leaving money under their children's pillow or santa delivering presents on christmas eve in their home you download the app take a picture and we create the magic we utilize feature film visual effects artists to transform your picture into video just tell your kids that you have a special app that can detect and capture the tooth fairy then present them with the video proof in the morning. The look on their faces is priceless. Your Still Believe video is created in minutes, and you can then save it to your phone and share it on social media. The app is available for the iPhone and Android, and it's free to download. Our aim is to bring joy and wonder into the hearts of children around the world. Check it out at stillbelieve.co. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Working Experience working experience.
1: Route <laughs> 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleep. There is no service on Stand the- Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have tre- that report ASAP. Where
0: are we on that presentation? Dan, HR
1: wants to see you. Did
0: you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. Stay late, Bob.
1: Teamwork makes the dream work. They're <laughs> moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. We'll my Where are my hot This microwave is disgusting. Oh, uh, uh, what's that? Was wow. I can <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Working Experience Podcast, it's Matty K.
0: And John, and as always, Matt and I are steamrolling 2021, K- kind of like um, we're, we're storming 2021 like the Capitol was stormed a couple of weeks ago.
1: Yeah, well, it is January, uh, we're, we're about three weeks behind, but for us, that's pretty good, you know.
0: Three three weeks is better than three months, Matt.
1: That's not bad. That's not bad. We've made a lot of progress. Yeah, we're storming this like we stormed the Capitol. You know who I really want to follow in life is that guy with the buffalo headdress and the horns.
0: Oh, I mean, yes, 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 yes. Any- well, I have, I have a friend who was part of the storming of the Capitol. Oh, my God. And she was very vocal on Facebook of how she was taking down the tyranny and all this other bullshit hogwash, but now she's somewhat quiet. I wonder why. Why do you think she's, she's somewhat quiet right now because she doesn't as the get. FBI is sniffing around?
1: Yeah, she doesn't get charged with a felony is why. I, mean, I, I might
0: just uh, I might call up the FBI and just tip yeah. my hat.
1: Yeah. Uh, Gee, I'm glad she's a friend of yours
0: (laughs) That's It actually says a lot about me Yeah. Well, it's actually my friend's wife Hey, listen, I'll call her a friend Why not? How
1: how could you be married to somebody who My God, I I just can't even fathom Matt, you
0: just gotta saddle up, man You You, you gotta saddle up and ride that horse You know,
1: I asked people I was talking about this with a, a friend of mine And basically What it came to, first of all The people who dress like that guy in the buffalo headdress—I mean, I wouldn't ask that guy where the bathroom was. I wouldn't approach him at all. I would—the shame. I I
0: love that guy, Matt. He's the color of life. That guy.
1: Do you honestly think those people who went to that thing are they satisfied with their lives? Like, do they feel good about themselves? Are they in a good place?
0: Hundred percent. A million percent.
1: In all seriousness, I would say no. I would say. Those people they're they are very angry, and they don 't know what to be angry at and The problem is you have someone like Trump who directs their anger pointless
0: absolutely pointless listen it it, it everyone has the right to protest, everyone has the right to have their voice heard. I want to hear from those people i don 't want those people to be banned I want to hear from them however, when you <laughs> when you start when it turns into Violence and riots and destroying property—that's where—that's uh, where you've lost me. I, I'm I'm very much into, um, you know, it's like Martin Luther King, right? Peaceful protests. Yep. You're, and and a lot can be said about that. And you should protest if you don't if you don't feel like the government or society is listening to you. By all means, protest, but don't light buildings on fire. Don't beat cops senseless to death, it's just little things like that, just small little things
1: but you know I don't understand i mean we have we have workplace trends to discuss, but you put this in the big picture, right? Trump tells these people to go down to the capitol and protest when it turns violent. He then throws them all under the bus the day later, a day later, of course, he condemns your, the whole thing
0: Your first problem is listening to Trump. Who in the hell, when that guy says something, thinks, hey, that's a great idea, we should listen to Trump?
1: All right, well, I mean, even if you do, there's, there's millions of people in this country who do, but now I would want to ask one of those people, he turned on you. When, when you became politically not expedient to him, he threw you right under the bus. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, he told you to go do this, one of his supporters was killed, Right, that woman, that QAnon woman, killed. Right. Has he called her family? Has he reached out to anybody? Has he called the family of the oh, police no, officer no, no, that was killed? Matt, 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 Come on now. So I just feel I, I don't as know as if I would put matter, it at As a I don't practical
0: know if I'd put matter it at, Sorry, go sorry, go ahead.
1: Well I was gonna say as a practical matter, this guy told you to do something, you did it, and then he turns on you. Why do you trust this guy? I like I don't get it. But anyway, what are we gonna say?
0: I was going to say I don't know if millions of people would listen to Donald Trump if well, he told them to do something. They voted I think for he's him. got well there's a difference. I think he's got tens of millions of supporters, not just millions, but tens of millions of supporters. However, I don't think if he told those same people to do something they would just automatically do it. I think that might be in the order of definitely under a million. Definitely under 100,000, maybe tens of thousands of people.
1: Well, I don't, and I'm not sure this is what you're saying, but I really don't like it when people vote for somebody and then say, yeah, but I don't agree with X, Y. Like, no, you put that guy in office,
0: so you are responsible. But if if, if Biden told you to do something that you didn't agree but Uh, but I'm just saying, if he told you to do something that you didn't agree with, would you do it?
1: I sure as shit wouldn't. Well, no, but I mean, I wouldn't vote for him if I thought he was going to do that. Like, Trump was at his rallies saying, telling his supporters to punch people, carry people out on stretchers, stuff like that. I mean, this is not the first
0: time. So, anyway. Yeah, but some people who supported Trump were, knew what they were getting with the despicable human being that they were, but were so fed up with the system that they voted for him anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, talking about the despicable system, uh, we're talking about on this episode after we, you know, we got into our little Ill, very ill-informed political rant uh, <laughs> where we talk over each other and don't, don't know. Oh, I, yeah. I don't yeah. really like the New, numerous stuff. times. Um, so we're going to talk. This is 2021. Uh, we have not turned a corner in the COVID virus. I know. Human beings are kind of, especially in Western culture, are geared to think that things reset on January 1st. They don't, really, that we just kind of made that up. However, I am a believer in a time of renewal. So um, this is uh, some research we did on what are the new trends going to be in 2021. Obviously, a lot of things have changed quite a bit. And going back to normal is probably not something we're going to be doing in the next two years. And things, well, who knows what normal is. Um, The whole idea of the office, you know, people going, you know, commuting into work and and spending 8, 10, 12 hours a day in an office has all been upended. A lot of people working from home. Um, So that just makes things look a lot different. So uh, we did a little research into that. So for those of you who are looking at maybe where your job is heading uh, or what you could maybe be looking for, what you should be asking for from your employers, what your employers may be asking of their employees. uh, I think
0: it's still very different. The business landscape and the work from home, the remote and going back to the office, it's constantly evolving i think everyone is kind of feeling things out with the vaccine rollout and how that you know what that means for you know in-person um office uh, or in-person business um because i know there are some companies that are have just literally said okay we're just going to work from home from now on you know, and then the there are other is, ones who have actually said dates
1: i was driving through boston uh Yesterday, coming back from New Hampshire on Route 93. And they are still building office buildings. They're still putting them up. And I think I'd really love to know what... I mean, maybe they know something I don't, which I would, can almost guarantee. Um, but really, like, why are you still building office buildings? Maybe they expect everybody to come back. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that's ill-informed, honestly. I think that... There's still, there's still a place for, for business to, you know, for work. I, do, I think it's going to be changed, though. I think the, the workplace is going to be irrevocably changed from this point forward. But I don't think it's all going to be work from home. Like all business is just going to be work from home. I think it's, there's going to be a hybrid approach. No, and just, I think it, also.
1: I was going to Go say it, it surprises me they're building new space. I mean, it seems like of anything, it's the numbers have gone down of people working in offices. But you know, I don't know. Maybe they
0: know. Well, so. I, I think don't. offices are going to require more space. You know, you're not going to be able to jam people uh, in like a, like a sausage fa- yep. factory. And also, too, I think that there's, you know, business is going to grow, and you know, there's the economies are going to grow. Um, I don't think that, you know, we've all been cooped up for you know what was it how many months is it Oh, it's over a year right uh
1: 9 months
0: 9 months going into so 10. i think once once vaccines roll out i honestly think that there's it's going to be go go times i think it's going to be uh there's going to be a major <coughs> boost to the economy a lot of businesses are going to start there's going to be a need for space and you know masks just might be something that's just part of society you know we everyone just wears a mask when they go out Um, and they roll out the vaccine, and, you know, people will be working in offices again.
1: Well, let's give some hard numbers here. In
0: 2021— Bite your tongue. I I, I still want to talk in hypotheticals. Yeah. Goldman
1: Sachs expects the U.S. GDP to grow by 6.1% based on the prediction that the COVID-19 vaccine will be widely distributed by the middle of the year. So that's not set in stone. The average salary is projected, no, that's not yeah the average salary is projected to remain at 1.9 percent which is a decline from 2.2 percent back in 2019 I suppose that's growth as of September the u.s unemployment rate stood at 7.9 percent but is projected to fall to 7.6 by the end of the year uh, so I don't know if that's happened we did reach the end of the year and reach 5.5 percent by the end of 2021. So the uh, unemployment rate is projected to fall by over two percentage points by the end of 2021. While there there are currently 6.5 million open jobs as of August, the Bureau of Labor Statistics expects the economy to grow by 6 million jobs over the next nine years with an annual growth rate of 1.3%. These 2021 economic indicators are generally positive, but with so much uncertainty due to COVID, everything could change for the better or worse, depending on the spread of the virus and businesses shutting down. So uh, they project all these numbers, but there are so many X factors. It's kind of hard to say what the deal is. One trend will be companies will be expected to... um, be trying to meet more workers' mental health needs due to all the stress and the anxiety due to COVID, you know, people being home, families, uh, you know, everybody kind of packed together, anxiety over kids going to school, things like that. So, you know, it uh, I, that that is expected to grow. And also the idea of people getting their mental health needs Met via technology um, because there's stigma still attached. So I, th- I think that's. I don't know. I-, I guess in most workplaces you don't really want to admit to having mental health issues because while to your face they might say we understand, they might be thinking like, yeah. Hey, I don't know, you
0: know how right. I don't know how accepting that is. Um, if, and also too, there's a whole bunch of privacy, right? It's Yes. Uh, privacy issues but you're, you're right so there's like Calm, Headspace ClassPass, Fitbit Talkspace, BetterHelp um, all of these um, apps and companies that are coming in to try to alleviate you know these stressful environments and you know as, we, as Matt and I always love is just another app to solve our problems
1: yeah exactly I mean if an app can't solve your problem um then I don't know what can, frankly. I mean, people at my job have always thought for the past two years I have mental health problems, but uh, and they're and
0: they're dead on. I yeah, mean, a different right? variety.
1: <laughs> Just generally, well, I don't know if incompetence is a mental health issue, but certainly that
0: laziness. Yeah, you you, li- you like to keep them guessing.
1: Well, I could. I, I think I, that's fair. I could chalk up my laziness to depression, right?
0: Yeah, of yeah, course you can. Of course I can't. Come on. That's a catch-all right there. <laughs> uh, employees
1: are demanding more from their employers. Um, they feel that their companies need to be part of the solution. They can no longer be in business just to make a profit. Now they have to make a societal difference, like companies having to choose sides uh, with you know, Black Lives Matter, uh, the killing of George Floyd... And now companies have started pulling support from uh, people like Ted Cruz, and there's another guy from Florida who lost a book deal. He's a congressman, or something like, or maybe he's a, no. He's not a senator. What is Ted Cruz? Is Ted Cruz a senator?
0: Ted Cruz is a senator. Yeah. Okay. Right?
1: Yeah. So these people who, even after all the violence, voted to reject the election results. Uh, they've been facing a lot of backlash. Like Companies don't want to deal with them anymore. Trump lost like $17 million in contracts in New York City. Um, And people are kind of expecting this now, that whatever business they do, they'll be supporting people like Black Lives Matter. They will not be supporting people like Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, the guy from Florida. Um, Business has always tried to be non-political. I mean, they, you know, they exist to make money. But that doesn't really, uh, I guess, doesn't really fly anymore. So people are looking for, you know, more support during COVID. They're looking for more paid leave. They're looking for more flexibility. Um, There are some companies like Ben & Jerry's who, and and others, who have, you know, always been involved and contributed to causes and things like that. That's becoming much more of a trend. I guess I would say.
0: Yeah. And I think companies are open to this. I think they're open to a new way of working and, you know, COVID-19 or the coronavirus kind of just pulled the rug out from underneath them. And I think to the benefit, you know, I don't, I think that the, the model of nine to five, you have to be in there every single day. I think there's going to be flexibility. Um, and I think it's you know the push is coming from from employees, and I think upper management and uh, companies on a whole for the most part are receptive to it.
1: I kind of like um, like the eleven to maybe one model of a work day, maybe three days a week with a solid. Yeah, lunch you break. you
0: you like to roll into work when everybody's like at lunch or on break, right? And then you wrap it up before everyone comes back. It's- it's, and they keep guessing, was Matt in the office today? It's quality, not quantity of time. Yeah. Okay, you just come in, you come in like a hurricane. Yeah, uh,
1: workers want more safety, you know, and, and companies are gonna have to do this, they're gonna have to sanitize, as you said, uh, more space at work to keep six feet apart. Uh, A lot of grocery store workers a lot of people working at meat processing plants amazon complained that it was kind of like yeah 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 and there wasn't a lot of safety and covid was spreading and companies are gonna have to i mean it's one thing to pay lip service and obey the letter of the law like the cdc's guidelines it's another thing to say, like, all right, we're actually going to try to keep people safe. I'm going to spend money on that. And I think that's often the bottom line is, like, companies see more money spent on safety cuts into their profits. I mean, this is why we have OSHA. This is why you have unions. This is why you have Workman's Comp. Because, honestly, traditionally, uh, companies, you know, they didn't pay any attention. If you got hurt, if you lost an arm or something like that, it was tough luck. I mean, you know, you are gone. So I mean that I'm talking that was 100 years ago. But I think it's still you know people complain particularly conservatives republicans about overregulation and I'm sure you know there's a case to be made for that but it seems like as soon as you give an inch companies are just a lot of companies are not going to be very responsible.
0: Well there's a there's a balance. It's a balance of power. Like I don't I don't think the government is the you know um, the end all be all right. And I, I wouldn't leave it all up to big government and I wouldn't leave it all up to big business. There's got to be a push and a pull, right? Yes. Yes. Because otherwise you're going to go, you're, you're going to get over regular. It's where the power rests. You need, you need a push and pull, right? So you can't have no regulations, but right. you can't have draconian regulations. Right. There's a happy middle.
1: Right. And, uh, there, yeah, right. I mean, if if the business is so regulated, it becomes impossible to make a profit. There's a lot of jobs that are gone. Although I think businesses always overplay that, like, oh, it's going to cost us so much money. We're going to have to cut all these jobs. Oh,
0: of course they do because but they're they're trying to maximize profits.
1: Yeah. Um, very decentralized workforce these days. Um, you don't have to live in Manhattan anymore. To work No, on you Street. don't.
0: I mean, a lot of people are moving all over the country and all over the world, frankly, because it doesn't it doesn't matter. But that makes swing back. It may still matter.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of pro- like I know you said it would be, you know, you have a production company, you really have to have an office in Manhattan, maybe Brooklyn, because, you know, clients want cash out. They, you know, now you could probably do the same work from home. But you know.
0: Yes, you know, you, you still kind of do uh, New York and L.A. are still kind of the bastions. However, you know, you, you could have, um, you know, you could be in Philadelphia. You know, you could be in Austin, Texas. You could be in Chicago. Right. Uh, it, ju- it just all kind of depends. You could be in Toronto. You could be in Montreal. Um, but you do, I mean... Could you run one from, I'm trying to think of like a small podunk town like Wyoming? That would be tough. Yeah.
1: I mean, right, right. But if you, you know, if if you said to clients, hey, look, my New York office is closed, like obviously they would write because of COVID. Like, I mean, you know, just.
0: Correct. I don't think there would be any. Any issue with that if I said, you know, I mean, my clients know that we're, I mean, we still have the office in Manhattan, but we're working remote. We're going in like once a week.
1: Well, and that's why places like WeWork might become even more popular because it's like, like correct, 10, yeah, 20 they were
0: in, month. they were dead and now they're yeah. swinging back the other way.
1: Well, you know, it says, um, the median rental price in New York City dropped over 7% in September, and about 16,000 apartments showed vacancies. I think for the first time in 20 years or 10 years, the median price of an apartment to, uh, to rent dropped below $3,000 a month. Crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely a buyer's market.
1: Workers are relocating to feel safe, save money. They have more space. Like you can get a really nice apartment, a much bigger apartment if you live in Jersey City or, or you live outside of Philly or, I mean, I was amazed. This was years ago, but I was uh, seeing this woman who lived in Philly and I went down there and saw her apartment for like $600 a month. Oh my, she had a view of the river. I mean, she was like, when she told me, she said, it's a studio. I'm like studio. It was more like a loft. It was amazing. Um, yeah,
0: no, Philly is a great place.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, and just, again, to save money on, on real estate and all that. It's, and it's sort of like once people go, once you let the office go, the company might be very inclined to say, like, we're not getting that back. Like, we don't need to. So, um,
0: Yeah, but, you know, a lot, a lot of companies are still locked up into leases and stuff. Yes. It's going to be interesting to see how things play out in the next one to two years.
1: Yeah. Uh, the hybrid model you know we've been doing that in education um you know with mixed results it's not ideal but it's workable you know you can work it i mean i know people are concerned about the quality of education and maybe about the quality of work i mean it's hard to replace. Yeah but you
0: know the, but you're sorry to cut you off but that hybrid model for the education system is not going to last it's t- no it
1: won't last it uh you
0: you'll you'll go back to full in, in person, But the latest, for, think. you know, a corporation or for a company or business, they could continue to use that hybrid model.
1: Well, why not? I mean, you can get on a Zoom meeting. Like, I, you know, I have this short film I've been gearing up for in April, and we, we held auditions via Zoom. We've held production meetings via Zoom. I mean, it's not ideal. It's a lot better to see people in person, but it's doable um especially for production meetings you don't need to have everybody i mean well it's not it's not great because people do tend to talk over each other and things like that uh i know with education it's just a lot better to be able to sit with a student <clears throat> and go over an essay or something like that it's very difficult yeah i mean
0: there are there are parts of the production cycle that you can do all remote. And then there are other times where it does make sense, like casting. Like, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. It's much, much better to be in the room. I, though I did my last project, we did a hybrid model where we cast it in person, but then we also casted, you know, over Zoom and Microsoft Teams. And um, it was fine, but it's, be, it's always better in person, in my opinion. Zoom is good casting-wise for kind of thinning things out.
1: You realize, like, okay, I don't want this person or that. But I had to meet with two of the actors in person because I, I just needed to get a sense of, like, how tall they were and whatnot. And you can't do that on Zoom.
0: And there's also, like, a physical presence.
1: Absolutely. You know, there's, there's yes. like, an
0: energy that really comes across that doesn't come across in Zoom. Exactly.
1: Exactly. It's tough on the, the you know, the actors, too, trying to, like, you know, act to a laptop. It's, you know, it's weird. Uh but you know the thing is like the long lasting effects like schools probably won't have snow days anymore cuz you don't need to everybody goes remote and right. you do that so you know there are and if kids now, Yeah are now the, now the and,
0: technology is set up and it's Exactly.
1: It's yeah exactly.
0: Um and com- then we have uh div- we have uh companies committing to diversity targets. Now we at the
1: working experience have always been committed to diversity. Now John's Caucasian, I'm Caucasian. The problem is no one either of other gender or ethnicity really wants to work with us.
0: So that's kind of the problem Yeah, so, so we've, we've checked that box. It's not my We're fault. so off-putting <laughs> that nobody wants to work with us. Black,
1: white, Asian, uh, Indian, uh, whatever. It, no. <laughs> they just know. Yeah. I mean, we, women, we welcome everybody. We welcome binary. all
0: yeah. ethnic. They don't want to sex. be here. It, they don't want to, they be, don't want to be, they want no. nothing to do with us. No. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> it's got nothing to do with color or anything like that. They they're like, we find you creepy, weird, and off-putting, dumb. Okay, fine, you know, whatever. Um, But yes, diversity, obviously, uh, you know, again, a lot of companies pay lip service to this, and then you look at their history of, you look at how many Caucasian men they have working for them, and it's like, wow, 98%. Oh, that's interesting. So, you know, again, there's always a lot of talk of this. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, again, like these places want to make money, you know, that's basically the bottom line. I think these companies, if they see social justice and their involvement in that as being profitable, then they'll do it. And fine, it helps society. Um, but that's about as far as it goes. I mean I'm saying individually, these people don't care. It's just as a corporation, I don't know, it just is a different entity. If you know? if,
0: if it impacts their bottom line, they're going to do it. Yes,
1: positively. Negatively, I, I don't know. Um, but, you know, you do see people saying, like, they're not going to buy these products anymore. These pro- Again, I don't know how much of this is just social media and it doesn't really matter in the real world. So, that's kind of the weird window you get from social media. Th- like you'll see so-and-so got backlash on Twitter for something or other, and it's like, who, 10 people put on Twitter they didn't like something? Like, what, you know? And, it, and then it's gone in two hours, and no one thinks about it anymore, and, like, that's it, you know? Right, right. But uh, maybe these companies will do this, you know? Maybe. It helps their bottom line. Uh, demand for retraining and reskilling. Uh, that kind of puts me in mind of, like, the green economy. You know, um, Donna Edwards, Congresswoman Donna Edwards, who I, I had on uh, a couple of months ago, who was great, she talked about this and, you know, said, look, it has to be about jobs and politicians need to sell these things. So, you know, green jobs, jobs and green energy, they're jobs. I mean, they're jobs like you would have working in a coal mine Or on an oil rig or something like that So they have to sell it that way Whenever people hear reskilled Or You know they have to be re-educated Like Hillary Clinton Didn't do a great job selling that You know it, it sounded No like, ter- terrible She did a terrible job It sounded like to a 45 year old coal miner He's going to have to go back to High school and learn all, You know and it's like uh if you sell it like that, it just ain't going to work, you know. But I think a lot of these places, they just realize, again, I don't think they much care about the environment, but they just realize this is the way things are going, so they're going to get on board.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, we have in-demand skills heading into 2021, artificial intelligence, machine learning, cloud computing, cybersecurity, disaster recovery, AR, VR, blockchain, healthcare, IT UX design I mean all of these are highly technical um, arenas and you know you gotta it, 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 it's not easy the last thing you want to hear is retrain if you're in your 40s or 50s no. the last thing you want to hear is that but you know sometimes you just you got to jump on that
1: but you know I mean I'm 47 this thing hit I had to learn how to use zoom I had to get used to using Google Classroom more because I don't, there's no paper anymore. Like last year, I had stacks of papers in folders, tests, essays, whatever that I would correct. There's none of that now, which in its way is great. I mean, having all those papers and everything drove me nuts, but it is a lot different trying to do the stuff online. But, you know, what was I going to say? No, I'm not going to do it. Like, of course I had to do it. Um, And it really wasn't that bad. You know once you get used right. to it, you just do it, but you're right if if you know you're talking about sending people to training programs, I think she said that like we're gonna set up training programs for you to go to, and it's like oh she's she just the way
0: she delivers my friend you know, it, mass massive backlash
1: very condescending too uh she just yeah kind of came across as condescending uh according to this study um women will still face setbacks making major strides. According to them, COVID has undone a lot of that. Um, Even though women hold more degrees and advanced degrees than men, they are still underrepresented in leadership roles. Again, this is the lip service that, you know, you always see commercials and things like that from Nike and Adidas and every other brand. But then it's like, what are the numbers? I mean, there's no reason this should still be true. And COVID should have nothing to do with it, but I kind of feel like these companies just sort of use any excuse. Even companies like Facebook. I mean, does anyone talk more about social justice than Mark Zuckerberg and it kind of feels like just a bunch of BS coming from him? Oh, know? absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, no, I mean this is just a this is just a big th- This is just a big issue for us to unravel would be um it says you know. with women taking most
1: of the load in the household and with childcare, over one million have had to drop out of the workforce just to handle the high demands of parenthood at the cost of their careers. And you know, there's still that—that that, I don't want to—not stigma, not not really a stereotype, but that sort of idea that well, the man goes out and works, and if it hits the fan, the woman stays home and takes care of kids. And it's like,
0: yeah, no, it's 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 know. still the case. And it's such a, it's such a 1950s idea, but it's still 61 years later. Um, And then the next one is COVID-19 accelerates digital transformation of the workplace. I mean, obviously. (laughs) I mean, we've all seen this and experienced this through, like you just said with, you know, um, there's no more paper in your work. I mean, everything is done online, meetings, interactions, I mean, my business was largely all digital to begin with, so it was a pretty easy transition. But I think big businesses really had to kind of um, shore up that whole digital transformation.
1: Yeah, um, it has benefited hourly workers, according to this study. You know, who like grocery store workers were suddenly seen as like, yes, you are essential. Like people needed to buy groceries, and uh, you know, we're often just. Treated like second class citizens, and that's the way we treat most people until we actually need them. And th- this had its roots a long time, well, several years ago, with the fight for 15 that the minimum wage should be $15 an hour. Um, California reclassified gig workers as employees instead of independent contractors. Um, So there's no doubt that hourly workers will soon be perceived similarly to full-time employees. Again, how that actually, like, companies like Uber and Lyft seem to know how to dance around all these things. And really what's crucial is health insurance for a lot of people. I mean, you know, $15 an hour, if you don't have health insurance, that's not going to get you health insurance.
0: Yeah. No, no, not at all. And and, it, and, it's, and it's rough. And if and you're rough. living
1: in a major city, honestly, $15 an hour is not, you know, that doesn't go very far. I mean, it's a step in the right direction, obviously, but, you know, it's not exactly a stepping stone to the, you know, middle class. All right, folks, so those are some trends we wanted to fill you in on for better or for worse uh, coming up so you can be, you know, prepared if you're thinking about, I think people these days, much more so than 30 years ago, always have to be thinking about, and this gets exhausting, I think, for everybody, always have to be thinking about like the next career switch. You know, Your company could close. You could get laid off. Uh, employees jump around from company to company much more than they used to. You know, it used to be like, you went to work for IBM. You were there for the next 50 years.
0: Oh, that's gone that's gone now.
1: Locked in. Um I, yeah, no, I you like, have to
0: be you have to be a lot more open.
1: Yeah, I like ghosting. I like ghosting former employees. Oh, I'm a big
0: fan of ghosting.
1: I, I take a job, I show up for six months, and I just disappear out into the <laughs> just into the ether, just gone, you know? I don't understand yeah, and, why anybody would do that, but it's funny.
0: Oh, it's it's awesome. It would be even better if you were at the company for like five years and then you just disappeared. I'm sure people do that.
1: I'm sure they do it. Yeah, they just disappear. I would like to really, and I'm going to look into this more seriously, I want like a fake driver's license, right? (laughs) So I can open a bank account and I can rent an apartment and have this whole, just this kind of package. You know, have like 20 grand in cash... And it's all stashed away just so I can one day pick up and I'm out you know you're out get you're on done a, get on
0: a bus might might drop you're done I'm done I'm out <laughs> Matt Kerr I don't know <laughs> he doesn't show up anymore. He, he, he never existed
1: never existed. I'd grow a mustache
0: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're uh... Your look would just be
1: so half assed. Fake mustache and a toupee that just kind of sits yeah. on top of my head. And there you go. Whole new guy. That's it. End of story. Like Stephen Bright. That's who I'd be. Stephen yes. Bright. You know what I mean? Multiple I like that. Passports, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, look, folks, that could be a career move for you. But you got to prep you got to prep for it, right? <laughs> hey, we could Matt, we could sell that service, Matt. Totally. We'll make you disappear. <laughs> <We'll> make you <laughs> disappear. It's like you never existed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks a lot for listening, and we will be back at you very soon with more episodes in
0: this new year. All right, thanks everybody. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app. The only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience reach out to me at john at I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.